for our genre, um, I just like to, you know, keep uh, keep things exciting and keep making music. Shout out to everybody that's trying to do the same thing and more tune for your head top. So watch how you speak on my name, you know? TNT, TNT, TNT. What's going on? Welcome to episode five of the TNT podcast. Uh, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Timothy. I got my brother, Talorian, here with me. Oh, yes. Uh, Talorian, the TNT podcast. Welcome to episode five. Uh, let's get to it. Yeah, you know, I keep saying episode five. I don't know if I want to call this a special episode or nah, fuck it. I'm gonna just keep it as episode five. Yeah, welcome to episode five. Damn it. <laughs> so, um, everything going good with you today, Lauren, or how have you how have you been holding up? I've been good, man. I just been chilling, you know, just playing music, just relaxing, um, just seeing what new stuff is coming up. That's really about it. What about you? None, man. Just just chilling. Same as you, basically uh, listening to trying to keep up with all this new music that's coming out. It's new music coming out left and right. And it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to keep up with everything. But I'm, uh, you know, just hanging in there, staying healthy. Oh, it's good, bro. It's good. Well, you want let's get to it. You want to uh, you want to just jump right in? Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and jump right in. So we're. We're talking about uh, the mans today. You know, there's they're different, they're different sides of Drake. There's boy Drake. There's mans Drake. There's UK Drake. <laughs> I don't know. UK and mans might be the, might be the same Drake. But uh, we're talking about your boy, Obs, Aubrey, today. Yeah. Um, he just uh, released his Dark Lane demo tapes mixtape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dark Lane demo tapes. Um cover looks kind of weird he looks like he's getting ready to attack somebody on it um Mm -hmm. so a little just a little bit of backstory with this with this mixtape he's actually actually dropped um he's been dropping lucy's here and there so we've we've been getting unreleased music from drake for the for the past two to three months i want to say so i guess Mm -hmm. he had been you know, planning on releasing this project. Um, he released Chicago Freestyle, When to Say When, and I think the other one was War, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's, that's a fire song, yeah. Yeah, War, he released those. So I, I I know he was gearing up to, well, for the people that follow Drake, we knew that he was gearing up to release something. Because usually Drake, when he drops his Lucy's, you know, last year or the year before, when he uh, did the God's Plan and the Diplomatic Community, then Scorpion came. And then, uh, was that last year when he released the Money in the Grave and Omerta? I think so. I think that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. So yeah, usually, um, you know, when Drake drops his Lucy's, he's getting ready to release mm-hmm. the project. Yeah. And he finally, finally delivered. Um, this is the first project from Drake that we've gotten since Scorpion, uh, from 2018. Um, did you fuck with Scorpion? Uh, I actually did. I thought I thought Scorpion was good. Uh, it's not my favorite Drake project, but yeah, I thought Scorpion was good. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I like Scorpion. A lot of the consent, the general consensus was that Scorpion wasn't wasn't all that, but I actually liked it. I think it was. I do think it was a lot of music. You know, the the double the double project thing because he did he did like twenty six songs on that. Right. Yeah, it, it was something like that. I, I kind of wish he would have just like I like the album. I just kind of wish he would have condensed it down to like less songs. 
But yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I like that project too. But um, Dark Lane demo tapes. Um, I didn't really know, you know, what to expect with this. Um, the war song. Um, you know, I like the. I like the flow and everything that he was doing on that, but I didn't really understand. I don't really get that UK shit that he be doing, so I don't. I, I didn't. <laughs> that know. was an interesting flow. That was very interesting. Yeah, I didn't know if we were gonna get a mixtape full of that, or you know, if it was gonna be you know traditional, you know, sing and and rap here and there. Um, mm-hmm. But just to start it off, man. Uh, because I don't want to start, you know, with the end. I want to go ahead and just start from the beginning, just get into it from the beginning. Uh, the Deep Pockets record, um, I thought was a great record. And um, I don't know about you, but for me, I think Drake is because this is where we're eight projects in with Drake, I believe. Um, like that, like eight or seven, or yeah, I, I, man, I'd be losing track with Drake, he'd be dropping so much. Yeah, I think we're we're eight projects in. This is not counting what a time to be alive. Um mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna go ahead and say, man, Drake Drake is is six for eight when it projects. You know, um yeah, he 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 really killed like he he when it comes to opening and closing projects, Drake is is great at that. Uh Deep Pockets is an amazing song. I think that's the one that he had the uh the Jill Scott line in there. Yeah, I thought that was really dope. Uh, yeah, he was saying, like, I guess when he was kind of, like, in his conscious bag, I guess Jill Scott was the one that he was kind of in love with or something like that. It was just like, yeah, he was the one he looked to when he was trying to get, like, conscious and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the deep part. And, and also, too, man, Drake, Drake, well, I'm not going to say he doesn't get credit, but the production on that deep pockets record, I had to actually go look at. Yeah. Yeah. I had to actually go and look at who produced that record. Cause that, that beat is, it's, it's beautiful. So it's a beautiful, uh, yep. it's well, well produced. Um, you know, he was, you know, he, you know, Drake is, you know, we all know what Drake can do whenever he gets into his introspective, uh, bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you uh you feel the same way about that record? Did you like that record too? Yep, I thought that was a great record. I I like all the things he was saying. I was like, it's like you're gonna get what you're gonna get from Drake, um, honesty or what he's feeling at the time or what he's going through at the moment. So I thought that song was really good. The way he rhymed and everything, the beats was good. Uh, that beat in particular was good. But uh, yeah, I I love the song. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, man, six six for eight. Because he, so I'm going. I'm going back to so far gone. Because he opened so far gone with lust for life, fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. He opened and thank me later with fireworks with Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. fire. He opened up take care with over my dead body, fire. Yep. <laughs> letter was nothing was the same. Super fire. Mm-hmm. Then we start getting kind of shaky. So it gets to if you're reading this is too late with Legend, which to me was trash. I don't know how you feel about that. Oh yeah, that that was an okay intro. That wasn't his best. Oh my god, when I die, no. (laughs) And then after that, skipping over what a time to be alive. I'm just going over uh, solo Drake projects here. Um, We're at Views, which was also trash, and I think that was 
What was the what was the opening record on Views? I can't even remember because honestly, I didn't even really like Views. Ah man, that's really bothering me. I I remember it not being good. I think it it was something with his family or some shit. I don't know. Um, but then after Views, it was More Life, right? Uh, yeah. that was free. Yeah, yeah, it was More Life. Uh, Free Smoke, that was fire. And oh, then is a hella fire song. I just thought about that. Yeah, Free Smoke is fire. And then at Scorpion, we have Survival. And then now we get Deep Pocket. So, yeah, man, Drake is, Drake is six for eight when it comes to opening projects. 100%. He, he really be snapping now that I think about it when it comes to starting projects. Yeah, man. he And, and ending them, too. Like, when he ends the projects, he always ends it on a high note. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, When to Say When was the next record that I wanted to go to. And I want to stay here for a minute because mm-hmm. I feel like this, this song um, not only didn't get the the attention that I thought it deserved, there's also some stuff that I want to kind of unpack here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the record where he was up on uh, social media looking crazy filming and Marcy and everybody thought he was scared filming in the Marcy projects. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so th- this is this is that record, um, you know, filming uh, from, you know, in, in the home of, of, of you know, Jay-Z mm-hmm. and also the song cry sample. So I also just want to go ahead and give a shout out to Drake for that, for paying homage to uh, Jay for that, because the song cry sample and filming in Marcy was a dope concept uh, Fact. for this. Fact. And I feel like you always... Um, when you when you sample songs like that, when you sample a song like Song Cry, you 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 have you to kill have it. Like to. you, there's no you way. have to. And honestly, I feel like on this song, he he was in his rapping bag, bro. I, I really feel like he was. He was in his bag on that song. Like you know, like the line about his son and he'll kill for his son. Like I was like, yeah, you you in your bag. I, I hear you. Yo, so it's funny you say that. So he did. I didn't even think about this. So you you said that he mentioned his son in the song, but he also had a line. Mm-hmm where he dissed his baby mama. How do you feel about him calling his baby mama a fluke? Okay, so I thought that was kind of messed up. I mean, because I remember, I think that, I think when this song came out, it was like a big uh, controversy, like, like in the comments, women were going in on him uh, saying, why are you dissing your baby mama? So I thought it was, I mean, I guess for the song, it was dope, but ugh, that's that's a, that's a scary thing when you do that because uh, I mean, yeah. you, you just know the flack that you're going to get when you, when you say a line like that, but uh, nah, he, he probably shouldn't have did that, but I, it's like, I see why he did it, but still it's like, that's the mother, of, that's the mother of his kids. So that's kind of a scary thing to do. Like, so do you, so I don't, I don't want to, you know, go back, to your to your whenever that was whenever him and Pusha got in that beef. So do you think he added that in there because Pusha kind of kind of got under his skin and like because I, I don't really understand why he put that. There. I, don't, I, don't get I almost feel like he did because it's like it was almost a thing. It's like well the cat is out of the bag now, and so I might as well say what the truth is because the way I mean not to get into the Pusha T Drake beef, but the way Pusha T was kind of like saying the information or just telling us it, with the diss, it was almost in a sense like we're, we're 
he knows a lot. So it was almost like Drake was like, mm, I mean, I guess he's right. So in a in a sense, that's why I feel like Pusha T won that battle because or the war more so because Drake almost continued what Pusha T was saying. Damn, Pusha T is just a damn bully. Damn. <laughs> he a whole bully out here, man. Just bullying people into shaming their baby mama. I still, damn, I still love Pusha T because, man, dude is insane. Yeah, man, shout out to Pusha T. But this, this ain't the Pusha T episode. We're talking about Drake. We're going to stay on Aubrey. So, um, yeah, the, the, the win to say win record. Um, there's a couple of things that I actually wanted to point out with this record. So, I actually had a question because – Drake is 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 well known for and I and I've been very vocal about this when it comes to being introspective mm-hmm. about his personal life I think Drake has one of the best pins in mainstream hip hop mm-hmm. I think if you were to put you know a lot you know um all these other quote unquote lyricists in a room with with Drake and just said I want you to write a uh a a, a 48 bar verse being introspective about your life, I have no doubt that Drake would 100% probably come out on. So you get you give him a 40 beat or um, Boy Wonder, he he's Drake is going to go nuts. So I guess what my question is is, we've gotten so many of the the same formulaic records from Drake. Like when to say uh, um, we got when to say when we got uh, you know 5 a.m. in Toronto, uh, 9 a.m. in Dallas, we got. Uh, do not disturb. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what I'm asking is: is do you think that it's time for Drake to maybe explore, maybe being introspective in a different way? Because I, while I do think "When to Say When" is a fucking incredible song, and I think he snapped mm-hmm. on the whole the whole four minutes that he was rapping mm-hmm. on it, I really kind of am tired of hearing, you know, Drake talk about the same like i like i said before like the same formulaic you know thing that's just that's just going on which is you know you know i need to make sure my circle isn't fake i'm tired of mm-hmm. you know fucking the same type of women like i'm i'm tired of hearing that from drake so i guess my question is is do you think it's time for him to kind of change that up uh i would say yeah um but i like i like introspective drake but i would definitely say it is time to change up the the content but i guess he's just going off of what's currently going on so i guess the same stuff is going on and so um i see why he constantly talk about it because i i get exactly what you're saying i've i've heard this drake multiple times on multiple albums so i definitely think it's time to change it up i don't know if he needs to I don't know, surround himself with different people or I don't know. It's it's definitely where he's talking about the same stuff uh, as far as being introspective about his life. But um, yeah, maybe he needs to make a change in another area, which will make him introspective about something else in his life. So we'll just have to wait and see when it comes to Drake. But I definitely get what you're saying. He He does talk about the same things when he's being introspective. Yeah, man. Because at at this point, I'm not I'm not saying that he should fully go conscious or anything like that. I don't I don't really think I want to hear a conscious Drake. Like I'm not ready for that. But I definitely do think that there could be 
you know, maybe there, there's a wide range of things that he can talk about other than just, yo, like my team is fake and, you know, I need to get away from these fake motherfuckers. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's just the same. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just jaded. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'll see what you did there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, nah, I, I agree. I definitely agree. I agree 100%. Because I feel like I'm hearing the same introspective stories. So it, I think it's time, time to change it up. But at the same time, you know, it's it works for him. So, yeah. Yeah, but I, again, I don't, I don't want to take take anything away because I still think this song is, a, is an amazing song. Right now, we're, we're two for two yeah. um, <laughs> on this project so far. Uh, he's he's killing it. He's bodying it so far. Uh, there's one more thing that I wanted to that I wanted to kind of discuss before we leave this record. Um, I feel like there there's there's sprinkles throughout this project of Drake still addressing the issue with Kanye. So. There was a line that stood out to me in this record. And and one thing I do want to say, too, is is when he first put this When to Say When record out, we didn't get the full record. So the mm-hmm. the, the one that's on the mixtape is actually the finished version of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, he added that last minute and 30 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a line that caught my attention, and it was when he said, your girl, your girl is on the is on the second floor begging me begging me to give it to her begging me to put it mm-hmm. in and it and i didn't do it for revenge something something friends oh, i remember that line i remember that my question is and i'm sick and tired of this my question is is yo did did drake fuck kim kardashian so i don't know but he might have <laughs> I know I know I know this narrative sort of died but when Drake throws little subtle shots in there like that like I'm just I'm just like man like did you fuck Kim Kardashian or not damn (laughs) he might have who knows like (laughs) a lot of things happened before Kanye got to Kim so no yeah, man. I mean, and, and I don't think I don't even think Kanye. I mean, you might want to be mad about it, but I mean, if it, if it was before Kanye and it was before, you know, maybe uh, Kanye and Drake, you know, created this this relationship that they had. They don't have it anymore that they had in the past. Then I really don't see a problem. But I'm really getting tired of like not knowing like did, like, man, like Aubrey, did you fuck the girl or not? Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy because. In a way, Drake can be petty. I love Drake, but he love <laughs> he loves to be petty sometimes with throwing back old stuff, uh, like bringing back old stuff and uh, kind of throwing it in people's spaces. Like I did this and this, and it could have been seven, eight years ago or something. But he he finds a way to bring it up now. Uh, I guess just to keep people talking. And I noticed that was I noticed that's what Drake does. Oh yeah, I've been I've been very vocal about that. I, I think that Drake, Drake and Jay Z are two <laughs> of the best people when it comes to sneak mm-hmm. throwing like sneak disses in the in their records. I think I think Drake. I actually I think I'm gonna go as far as to say I think Drake learned that from Jay. 
Honestly, I agree. I think so too. I definitely think so. I think he he definitely learned that from Jay. But I don't want to stay on this record for too long. Uh, when to say when? Dope record. Fuck with it. I love it. We're two for two. Yeah. Uh, Chicago freestyle. Um, how did you feel about that record? I thought it was good. Um, I like how he did the little the the Eminem. Uh, I do know one thing though, like the Superman. The Superman song by Eminem. I thought that was pretty dope. Um, I thought it was a good song. Uh, it it was solid. It, to me, not the best song. Uh, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good song. Uh, like bars was good. The beats, were, the beat was good. Everything about it was good. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a good song. I thought it was solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I like the song. I think I think it's always good whenever you whenever you have somebody who, you know, just going back to uh, him doing the song cry and filming in Marcy. I think it's great whenever you have somebody uh, sample or borrow um, somebody else's uh, flow or, you know, just, you know, somebody else's not not their not their blueprint, but just somebody else's flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes people want to, you know, for, for the people that aren't familiar with you know, the flow that he was using. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when that song came out, a lot of people were saying that he borrowed the Eminem flow and that a lot of people didn't know that. So it kind of, it kind of gives people, you know, the knowledge as to where that came from. So I think, I think that's, I think that's dope. I like the song. I think the song is dope. Um, I don't think it's, it's something that I would like the replay value for that song. Isn't, isn't too, too high for me, but it's still a dope song. It's not, it's not a trash song. It's not a bad song. I like it. I fuck with it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I probably wouldn't play it back a bunch of times. But it's a good song. It's a it's a solid song. Facts. So I don't know if you want to take this next one because this next I just I just re I, I I piss myself off by just thinking about it. I don't know if you want to take the next song or if you want to be a song. Um so uh this next song, uh Not You Too featuring Chris Brown. What did you think about this song? Oh, so you th- this is the great value version of Jaded. Basically, yes. Great value version. He basically did the same same tempo, same cadence, and threw Chris Brown. First of all, how do you have Chris Brown on? That's, that's what I was just yo, about to say. Like, yeah, just go ahead and say it. I know you want to say it about Chris Brown. After no guidance, how do you have Chris Brown on a song with you and he don't even have a vert? We got played. That's what I was about to say. I was waiting on no guidance part two, basically not the, I guess not the same topic, but um, for Chris to actually have a verse on the song. But then if you listen closely, you could just hear Chris in the background. And I'm like, where is Chris? I Where's the verse? And I was a little sad about that. I was just like, uh, I, I wanted Chris to have a verse on here, but uh, I thought it, I thought it, I thought the song was good though. Like, what, did you actually like the song? Yeah, the, the song was cool, but like I said, it's it's a great value version of Jaded. He threw Chris Brown's vocals in the background just like he did on Jaded with Ty Dolla Sign, and was just like, oh mm-hmm. man, these motherfuckers like Jaded, so I know they're gonna like mm-hmm. this. Like, no, yeah. And, I mean, it's not it's not a bad song. It's it's a cool song. It's not something that I'm gonna replay because I'm just gonna go back to Jaded. Exactly, exactly. I'm just gonna play, I'm just gonna play Jaded because Jaded. I don't care what nobody says. 
Jaded is as far as the R and B catalog of mm-hmm. Drake is a top five R and B song that Drake has ever released. I don't agree, hundred percent. I do not care, but yeah, it was it was that song was a little disappointing. I, I was really hoping for uh, no guidance part two, no mm-hmm. guidance. I that that song is uh it's it's a classic. I I don't I don't care. Like I don't care who wants it to is. argue. Like we it can definitely argue. Definitely is. But yeah, so that that song was cool. Uh, we don't need to talk about Tusi Slide. Yeah, I'm, uh, good. We already <laughs> I'm good on that. We they I've I've overheard and overplayed that song enough. Yeah, I think all you all you people out there and probably made like 500 million TikToks. Mm-hmm. So we can skip. Uh, that leads us to Desire. So this this is the record where Drake was shouting out uh, Dallas, Texas, and Katy, mm-hmm. Texas, and. I guess he thought he was gonna get us with that, but uh, no. <laughs> Did you like that song at all? No, I didn't either. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I didn't like it. And I think that again, this just goes back to what I said earlier. I think I'm just jaded. I am over this "What a Time to Be Alive" mm-hmm. shit. With I'm over. Same. It. The exact same. That, that's the that's the feeling that I got when I heard that song and I heard Future. I was just, I was like, I'm getting uh, what a time to be alive vibe. But and and there's some songs that were good on that album, but I just didn't like this song in particular. Desires just didn't sound good to me. Yeah, I, I yeah, um, I think I think I'm over it. I you know, and I and I I did enjoy. What a time to be alive! For the most part, from what I can remember from that project, um, I did like it. Um, I just don't know if I want a part two. And I know that they're talking about releasing uh, part two mm-hmm. of of that project, but I don't really think I want another one. To you be honest, what? you know what I what I can say about Desires? Uh, I didn't like the. Well, I can't say this. I did like half of the song. I liked the second half. Because Drake is good at doing those transitions where it's one beat and then he transitions into another beat and um and where he'll start singing. So I like the second half of Desires, but the first half with, with Future, I didn't like it. It was like more upbeat. And then when it slowed down, that's when I thought the song was good. So I can't say I like half the song, I guess you could say. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I can see that. I can see, you know, I think Drake is good with the with the transitions and stuff too. But I guess for me, like when it comes to the future and Drake thing, like I really, I really fucked with the um, what was the the record they released um together um at the beginning of this year? Was that is Life is Good? Uh, was that the name of the song? I think I think it, I think it's Life is Good. That that record for me, I like that song, but I think that song was as good as it was because that was future in his future bag. Like, that was future. Yeah. That was mixtape future. Yeah, it was. That was mixtape future. And I, I I didn't really like Drake too much on that song. I, well, like I said, I didn't like it. I just didn't care for his verse. But that song had mixtape future on it. And that, that's what I want to hear from You know what's too. so funny about this, this Drake mixtape or whatever you want to call this? I almost feel like he didn't need features. Hmm. You know, I didn't really, I didn't really think about that. I mean, I, I honestly don't feel like he needed any. I think, I think when Drake, 
Uh, one thing I will say is when when Drake lately, when he's been putting out um, tapes or like these packs that he's been giving us, I also think like with more life, he was trying to introduce that that UK mm-hmm. um, the the UK flow and uh, he put some UK artists on there. So I, I personally think when Drake releases projects like these, I think he's trying to um. Like, like I don't know. I think Drake is trying to, is trying to. I think this is his. This is the beginning of him being like a mogul of introducing us to different trying artists. To, trying to I put think. people on. I get it. Yep, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that that's what this is. Uh, which, which is dope. I think that's it is dope. dope. It is. Um, I kind of want to skip around here. I don't know if you how you feel about the time flies and the landed records though those records were just i felt like they were just kind of there they were just kind of placed there as like placeholders i guess I don't really know. i actually like time flies i thought it was kind of um i thought it was kind of catchy i like the transitions sound like he was being pretty honest on it i thought it was good i thought it was solid yeah i think that song and landed. I think landed was the the upbeat one, right? That was the up tempo. Um, it reminded me of one of the the records that he had on More Life. Um, I don't remember Time Flies like that, uh, but landed. I I did like landed from what I can. Yeah, remember. I, I thought landed was a good song too. Time flies was the I'm outside in the AMG. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was that one. I thought it was solid. But yeah, landed landed was fire. I thought the fire. I thought the song was fire. I thought the beat was good. I thought the lyrics were solid. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I can, I can barely remember those records <laughs> to be no, honest. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, I, I, I thought those were pretty good records though. What about the D4L record? What did you think about that one? No, I don't ever. I, I like listen. I don't ever want to hear Drake say. What's happening? And yeah. what's happening? And in, in 2020, in 2020, I don't want to hear Drake say what's happening. Yeah, that that was that was pretty. Uh, that was kind of cringy look, a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Look, I when I heard that song after it was done playing, I went in my closet and I was looking for a tall white tee. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, taking it back to 05, 03. <laughs> And again, like I, I look, y'all, y'all know how I feel about Young Thug. I think Young Thug is great, but this song—I I would have to say this song is probably the worst song on the whole project. I, I, I didn't I like, didn't like it. I didn't like it. What's up? I have any? I was like, nah, stop, please. Yeah, and I guess D4L is that that was is that uh homage to um the original D4L right with too. um. um with, with Fable and all of them, like, yeah, Shardy Low and Fable. Rest in peace to uh, Shardy Low, but yeah, Shardy Low, Fable, and all of them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, not working. Yeah, it was uh, that. That song wasn't that good to me. Yeah, Pain, Pain, nineteen ninety three. So, this, this, this one. Uh, <laughs> funny story. So when I heard this song, I like the song. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I like the song. Um, I think it's dope. I think Drake kind of floated. On the beat, mm-hmm. but was it just me, or was it everyone that felt the same way when Playboy Cardi came in? I was like, 
Is this Drake's son? Bam, he sounded like a kid. Like, this is Drake's son on this record. He sounded like a whole kid. He got owned by Drake, bro. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think Drake definitely did the did the Playboy Cardi better than Playboy Cardi. Crazy. Um th- it's it's actually funny because a lot of people were waiting on this feature. Uh there was a lot of uh momentum uh kind of garnering on the internet uh for the Drake and Playboy Cardi, and then this is kind of what we get, and it's just like kind of yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it, it wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but I would I would say it's it's mediocre, mediocre at best. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so far, the only song that I really am not fucking with is D Four L. Um. So we're that's pretty good. I mean, it's one solid. one good. song. That's pretty mm-hmm. solid. Uh, so the next the next record was, to me, in my opinion, the best the best song on this whole project, and probably one of the best songs that I've heard from Drake in a long time. And I think he should have saved it for his album. I don't know why he put it on here, but it's uh, losses. He so, so I wanna I wanna kick this one off to you. I wanna ask you when you first heard this song, what did you take away from it? Hmm. I guess in that song, basically in that song, I felt like he was giving us a lot of honesty. Um, I don't know. I I really feel like he was just like, let me show y'all niggas that I can really rap. Uh, He was in his rapping bag on losses to me. Honestly, probably some of his best rapping. But as far as like his subject matter... He he killed that too. He was he was actually talking about actual things he was going through, and I and I like that Drake. He, that's back to introspective Drake again. I feel like he was getting a little introspective on that again, but at the same time, in his rapping bag. Yeah. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there. This is just me. I don't know. I, I can't. There's no facts to this. Um, I can't back this up, but when I first heard this song, I thought it was just typical Drake rapping about a girl mm-hmm. that he, that he may have met that kind of you know dragged him down mm-hmm. and you know brought him and took him to a dark place. Mm-hmm. But after I want to say three or four listens to this song, it started to become clear to me that I believe, and again, I don't have any facts, I believe. He is talking about whoever leaked the information to Pusha T about his child. Oh, snap. I didn't even think about that. That's that's what I took away from this record because he's talking about, you know, losing someone to the game. And, um, you know, I thought you were this. And, you know, I came to your apartment and, you know, lit some incense and all this stuff. So I'm thinking it has to be – and, you know, it can't be because you remember when Pusha T said it was 40 that gave him the information. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't have been 40 because 40 is actually on the production credits for Deep Pockets. Ah. So it's not 40. So I really think this losses record is for whoever gave 
the information to Pusha T about the child, which at, in the beginning, I thought it could have possibly been about Kanye, mm-hmm. but there were some parts of the song where he kind of referenced maybe back before being in the industry and him saying, you know, I lost you to the game. I'm thinking it had to have been someone that was a close, a close associate, a close friend mm-hmm. of his that he had a relationship with at one point, a very, very close relationship with at one point. Mm-hmm. But then when the information was devoted to push a T that relationship ended. Ah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I think you might be right about that. Yeah. I, I, I need to go back and listen to that song. Cause I listened to it three or four times and I didn't even think about that. I was like, he's talking about somebody's losses. I was like, he's talking to somebody or about someone. I was, but I didn't put that together that it, it could have been uh, the person that gave the information to push a T. So I was, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he's, there's definitely some stuff in that song. That's why, that, to me, that's why this 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 song should have uh, he should have uh, saved this song and put it on the album because this this is what I'm talking about. Whenever I'm saying, you know, Drake should maybe and, and the beat on this song was was insane. Like the production on that song is insane. It's it's that's a great exactly. beat. And I think when Drake is 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 being introspective, this is the type of introspective that I'm talking mm-hmm. about. He's he's being very vulnerable on yeah. this record and you know, just kind of letting everybody know, like, yo, I just lost one of my friends to the industry. Like, and, you know, I I mean, if, if again, I have no facts that I, I, that's what I took away from the song. I don't know if that's what it's about, but that's what I got from it. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to get now. I'm, I'm starting to put the pieces together as even as we're talking about it right now. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, that, that's definitely my favorite song on the whole entire mixtape. I think, that's probably one of the best songs that Drake has released since. Shit, I don't, I don't even. I don't know. Probably since "Do Not Disturb." I don't know. I, I I like I like when I like rapping Drake that just be snapping and be going off because he was in his rapping bag at and at the same time being introspective. I thought that combination, him doing that, that's like we we can hear introspective Drake, but sometimes he's singing. When he's being introspective and he's rapping, it's he on another level. Definitely. Yeah, so shout out to Drake for that. I'm going to have to go look at the production credits on that song, too. I don't know who produced that song. I didn't look at that when I looked at the Deep Pockets and the When to Say When. Um, but whoever produced uh, Losses, shout out to you. I don't know who you are, but you, you, you bodied that. That shit is mm-hmm. dope. Thanks. From Florida, from Florida with love. I don't know, you know, too much about this song. Uh, maybe you can give me some backstory because I'm I'm not really sure. Um, but I guess this song was about some robbery that had happened while he was on a tour bus with Wayne. I I'm, I don't really know too much about yeah, that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't really know too much about it. Um, I was getting, I I, I was hearing. I I kind of heard the story he was telling. I thought it was a decent song. It wasn't bad. Um. I just thought it was solid. It, it's not his best song. It's, just, it's solid. I almost felt like it was kind of yeah. like a filler song in, in a way. 
yeah, I just kind of threw that one in there. Yeah, that was one of the records that I didn't necessarily uh, go back to or care for. I don't really like the beat on that song too mm-hmm. much, um, if I can remember correctly. Um, I, I'm definitely probably going to take that one off of my playlist. Not going to lie. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was all that great either. It was it was just solid. It's just something I feel like he put in there. You know, just like a filler song. It was just, it was all it, it was okay to me. Yes, uh, the the demons record. Um, there's something that I kind of want to um say for the demons record. Um, when the demons the demons snippet actually came out, I want to say a couple of hours before the mixtape dropped. This was. This was how I figured out that the mixtape was actually coming out. Somebody had released a snippet of the Demon mm-hmm. song, and a lot of people were comparing it to Pop Smoke because he's doing the the Pop Smoke flow on there. The beat sounds similar to Pop Smoke's production. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I want to say, man, is it doesn't it doesn't matter. A lot of people were saying that Pop Smoke was the was the one who took Drake's flow or Drake took Pop Smoke. I just want to say, let Pop Smoke rest in peace. Like let let the young brother rest in peace. It doesn't matter who started the flow. It doesn't matter who executed it better. It doesn't matter. Just know that everybody's influenced by someone. Exactly. Or rappers, rapper, rappers use each other's flows all the time. So I don't understand what the big deal is. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody's influenced by someone or something. So just let Posmo rest in peace. I mean, it hasn't even been six months yet. I mean, let the man rest in peace. Who cares if if Drake used it first? It doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, with that being said, I thought the Demon song was dope. Um, it really kind of made me want to go check. Uh, who was it? Was it Five Yo Five Yo Foreign? Did I say that right? That was on the record. Uh, was that the name of it? I think I think Five Yo Foreign was one of the was one of the features on there. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I really liked his verse and that really makes me want to go and check his music mm-hmm. out because I thought I thought he was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, he killed it. Uh because wasn't it him and someone else on the song? Yeah, it was Sosa Sosa, Sosa yeah, something. Yeah, I Sosa. never really knew. Something Sosa. At first I thought it was like I thought it was Chief Keith. He just changed his name. <laughs> exactly I like, no, what I thought. I thought I thought that was Chief I was like is this Chief Keith and he just is Sosa now because you know he got the Sosa song i guess or they call him salsa right yeah so that that song i thought that song was dope um and then war which we got war my god he snapped on war all right so let's have a conversation (laughs) about this so you when when you say he snapped because i i listen i i didn't understand a lot of the stuff that he was saying i think i heard him say pasta and uh, Rasta yeah. and them so don't. It, 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 when I say snap, at least at least when it came to the flow part, I thought he snapped. Like if we just going off of just straight lyrics, then the lyrics were solid. But flow wise, I like I like the flow. I thought he snapped with the flow. I kind of liked it. Ain't gonna lie. I like the way he ended. Yeah. It. I thought I thought that was a good way to end the album. Yeah, I mean the the I like the beat on the song. I thought the flow was cool. I just I, I just didn't know if if this could be considered mumble rap or not because there was a lot of shit that he was saying that I was just like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> and that's what I was about to say. Like the the actual content of the lyrics that he was saying was 
okay. Like it was just, it was almost like he was snapping without snapping. <laughs> like that, that that's exactly how I, I felt about war. I felt like he snapped just with flow though, not with bars. Listen, I don't I don't know if I can do the the UK the UK Drake. I don't know if I can get with that. Um it I guess it's, it's just not for me cuz I didn't I didn't understand <laughs> anything. That was going on. Uh, so on overall that. what you get that song you didn't really like it. Uh I mean I I could have did without it. I ain't gonna lie. I could have did Got without you. it. Well, I say we like most of the song. I think most of the songs on the on the mixtape was good. Yeah, I think I think overall, I think it was a pretty dope mixtape. I think this is something that I would definitely uh, uh, listen to, which actually is going to bring me to my next question. Um, he did confirm, confirm. Yeah, I said confirm. He did confirm that we are getting mm-hmm. an album yep. this year. Yeah, time. So I'm ready. So. I have two questions. Is this mixtape going to be enough to carry you over over, uh, to the summertime with Drake? And do you or what what are you expecting his album to sound like? Because I did see an Instagram live where he was talking to uh, Diddy Mm -hmm. and he was saying to Diddy that this was the first time mm-hmm. since, since I believe, so far gone, or thank me later. So far gone, thank me later. This is the first time since one of those albums that he's actually been able to sit down and focus. And because of that, he is saying that this is gonna, this is um, him, him being able to sit down and focus is gonna give us, get, make him give us the best results. Uh, so, do you think? with this whole pandemic and everything that's going on, do you think that we could possibly get, you know, an album that is going to sound as good as so far? Well, I'm not going to say as good as so far gone. Cause that was, that mm-hmm. was a different time, but as good as so far gone for the time that we're in, in 2020. Okay. Um, so I'm going to answer, I'm going to definitely answer those questions. So I, uh, so what I think is, I thought this, I thought this mis- mixtape was good. And I feel like it's, I think it's a solid enough project to hold me over to the summertime for sure. And then as far as your second question, uh, because well, as far as the first question, I think this, this is just enough music to hold us over till he gives us an album. Drake has so much music. So I feel like he's going to give us a good project. So this is definitely enough music to hold me over to the summer. So, and then as far as the album, with Drake, it's kind of hard to to really say because Drake could give us an album where he's just snapping, being introspective, got good beats, good lyrics. Um, it's kind of hard to say with Drake because for me, it's like a hit or miss. It's like, like when I heard Views, I was like, and eh, this is not it. And then, um, yeah, it's it just for me. It's I either like it or I just don't like it. So for me, I don't know if we'll get something as good as a so far gone, but I th- I think we'll get a good project. Uh, but if we do get something that good or better or something, that man, I 
that would be amazing. But um, I don't know. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a good project, and uh, we just literally gotta wait and see. Um, but what do you think? Is this enough music to hold you over to the summertime? And do you think his actual album is gonna be good? Because I thought I think this is just like the appetizer before the dinner. Because this this is what this this is what this mixtape sound like to me. Yeah, I could I could definitely agree with that. Yeah, I I think yeah I definitely think this is uh gonna be enough for me because I remember before Scorpion came out, I I was excited just to have diplomatic immunity. Mm-hmm. Like you know you know how how much I fucked with that diplomatic immunity. It may, it may just be my yeah. dipset bias, yeah. but that was that one record was enough. And I you know I didn't really mess with God's plan like that, but. That diplomatic immunity was great, and that was just one song. So you know, I got I got you know more than more than five songs, five or six songs off of this mixtape that will definitely be able to carry mm-hmm. me over. And as far as his album, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say it like this. I think I think that we are about to get possibly, you know, may, maybe maybe the best Drake. You know, because th- this is gonna be mm. the first time where. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be the first time. Not only did he did uh, just piggybacking off of what he said, as far as um, this being the first time since uh, so far gone that he's been able to actually focus. I think that this is going to be, or this is going to be the first time that we're going to hear in a full album from Drake after the aftermath of the Pusha T situation. Like mm. I think, I really think. That yeah, this is the first time since that. So I think him creating an album, I think he's gonna have a whole different kind of battery in his back, you know, when he when he goes in and he creates this album. So I, me personally, I, I'm gonna go out on a limit. I think I think I'm gonna say that we're gonna get the best Drake that we've gotten since, you know, nothing was the same. Oh, that's that's a bold statement. So yeah, I'm I'm ready to see now. I, I'm I'm since you said that, I'm I'm definitely ready to see what the album is going to sound like. Um, so do you think he's going to be snapping rap wise? You think he's just going to go off? Yeah, I actually wanted to wanted to say something about that, too. So I know that we're never going to get it. I'm going to keep praying and keep my fingers crossed and my toes crossed and <laughs> everything else that I can cross. I I really think if Drake were to go in the studio and bring 40 in, bring boy Wanda in. Maybe get one Just Blaze beat, give give us twelve tracks of him rapping the mm-hmm. whole time. I think Drake. I think I think Drake would be able to drop a classic if he did that. You think he'll be able to drop a classic? What What do you What do you uh What albums or do you consider any Drake albums classics? So, like at least one um, or two albums by Drake. Do you consider a classic at all? I think I think Take Care is a classic. I think we're we're not going to count. So so far gone is 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 an undisputed classic. Mm-hmm. But I guess since that's a mixtape, we're not counting that. But as far as albums go, yeah, I think I think I think that Take Care is is a classic. I know a lot of people like to argue about that album being a classic, but I think to this day, I think Drake was at his peak when that mm-hmm. album came out. Not just musically but lyrically because that 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 album has one of the best drake verses that i've ever heard on it and that's uh lord knows and that was that was him ross trading verses over a just blaze yeah that was insane so and not only that 
we got we got an album with Andre 3000. Um, go. The ride, the ride is is one of my favorite Drake songs. That that's that's uh, introspection Drake at his peak. Um, yeah, I think I think take care and and that that album has some big big records on it, some yeah. huge records on yep. it. So. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Take Care. I think Take Care is is definitely a classic. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's the album for me. That's an actual classic by Drake. But yeah, I, I at least get I give Drake that that one at least. I think Drake has good albums, but for me, that's that's his classic album. Do you think this next album he drops yeah. could be a classic? I don't want to jump out the window and say it's going to be a classic, but uh, you know, because I, I, you know, I don't want to be like one of these, one of these, you know, these casual ass hip hop fans that be calling every goddamn album that comes out a classic. So I don't want to say it's going to be a classic, but I definitely think that it's going to be, you know, it's it's going to be a different Drake. It's going to be a Drake that we haven't, that we haven't gotten before because you have to realize this man is a father now. Um, he 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 took some losses just like he said on the song um, it's a lot it's a lot of different things that have been going on you know he, he he's got the embassy now yo i really the embassy how do you feel about this man's house because i feel like he he's living Man, of like, i saw oh, i saw pictures of of his house that house is insane it's almost too much house for one person hey but that, that's what you like man that's what you like that that house is insane that house could fit a few hundred people look like that. Look, get your man's. He's he's living in Oprah's house. <laughs> Fam, you know, I like, heard his mattress is like like some millions of dollars. Yeah, I seen that too. Like that's like that's for a mattress. <laughs> hey man, but I, he got that kind of money. It's it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Drake. Shout out to the embassy. That's a that's a palace right there. But yeah, I think I think this this next Drake album is gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. This is a different Drake that we're that we're gonna get. He's in a different mm-hmm. space now. Um, yeah. I mean that that's that's really um, it. So on a scale of one to ten, what you get is what you get is mixtape. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. Let me give it a seven point seven point nine. Yeah, I'm gonna get a seven point nine. It wasn't it wasn't amazing, mm-hmm. but it's definitely it's definitely not trash. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Seven point five. So yeah, we're in the we're in the same we're on the same uh the same yeah. plane. That's that's why that's why I was thinking. I was like, it's definitely a seven point something. But yeah, I, I give it a seven point five uh, out of ten. So that means that means it was good at least. I think it was good. Yeah, it, it definitely has uh, replay mm-hmm. value with me. The when to say when record, deep pockets, losses. Um, you know, as as much as I think that the not to you record is the is the the great value version of Jaded, I can definitely see myself replaying that song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought I, I, I like that. I like that not to uh not YouTube by Chris Brown. Um, I mean by Drake featuring Chris Brown. Even though we didn't get a verse from Chris Brown, um, I was just expecting a verse from Chris. But 
I thought the song was really, really good. But yeah, overall, I get, I think it was a good. I thought it was a good project. Yeah, Drake Drake is going to make up for that one, but yeah, man, we that that's that's about it. That's about all I got. We uh we appreciate y'all for uh coming through the Aubrey episode. You know, anytime Drake drops any type of music is you know the world stops. So you know we had to we had to stop everything that we were doing so we could go ahead and talk about this project. So yeah, I, I ain't got nothing else. Tony, you got anything else? I can say, man, I thought it was a good project and uh, it was great breaking down these songs and uh, seeing how introspective Drake got. And even in, and it's amazing that it was on a mixtape. And so uh, I actually love that about mixtapes. Sometimes it's easier for people to do that and just, I don't know, sometimes the mixtapes be better than albums. And I don't know, it's just, it depends on the person, but. I'm glad we did it uh, as far as Drake, because uh, you just never know what you're gonna get with Drake. But and then at the same time, you do know what you're getting. So, but he could just switch it up on you however he wants to. But I thought it was good, and I thought it was a great conversation. I love the way we broke down the album or the mixtape or whatever. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. God damn it, Talorian, you just opened up. Oh man, so you it's it's interesting that you int- uh, mentioned mixtape. So, <laughs> I got a question Uh-oh. for you. Um, do you think mixtapes still have the same effect on the culture that they used to? Because you you remember when mixtapes used to come out? You know when Wayne Man. was on his run. Uh, Fabulous was Fabulous had did his thing with the mixtapes, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of other artists that dropped that have like classic mixtape series, like uh, Meek Mill. Do you think mixtapes affect the culture the same way that they used to, or is this? Do, do you even do, do do artists even need to call their projects a mixtape anymore? Because I thought it was interesting that Drake was actually calling this project a mixtape. Man, you know what? It's starting to feel like mixtapes are not having as big of an impact on the culture like it used to. But it, it it's kind of crazy how things are changing because, man, mixtapes meant everything to me. I got it's artists that have mixtapes that are classics and they don't in their albums are not classics. And it's that's that's the crazy part to me. And it's like I feel like we still need mixtapes just because it's just I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's something about when when certain artists do mixtapes, they're just their raw, uncut self. So I feel like mixtapes are needed, but it seemed like as far as the culture, the way the culture is moving and shifting, it seemed like it's not as deep. It's like people are listening to mixtapes, but it don't seem like it's really being talked about as much like they used to, like in like the last decade. Yeah, because mixtapes, mixtapes used to, uh, they used to take a life of their own. Like an artist would put out a mixtape and there would be, you know, five or six bangers off that mixtape and then it would just kind of go and, you know, artists would perform, you know, they, they would have like a mixtape run yeah. Um, or a mixtape segment at their shows, and it would just be insane. Like, just it, I don't know, mixtapes just used to kind of take a life of their own, and now, you know, with with the streaming era that we're in, I don't I don't know if mixtapes uh, really matter to the culture like they used to. But I don't want I don't want to keep going. I know these people. It's been an hour. These people are ready to go. They don't want to listen no more. Uh, we could talk all goddamn day. I could go on for two hours. But um, we appreciate y'all for coming to episode five, man. Uh, when the album comes out, we're definitely probably going to spend three hours talking about Drake because, you know, Drake is Drake. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. 
Um, it's still a crazy time that we're living in. Um, yeah, everybody just stay safe and uh, peace. peace.